there's a really good one, you know, like you play the guitar, the, the, it was a fucking shit. I always have like weird things for everything. I got weird names, like, you know, Bajumic, the upper part of the stomach instead of the food. <laughs> <laughs> buyback yeah, baby. oh man the buyback podcast takes place in a bar if you aren't old enough to be in the bar you're probably not old enough to be listening to the content in this podcast for the rest of you degenerates pour yourself a drink sit back and let's get this party started hi, hi. hi What's up? how are you out of a coffee cup because I want to yeah. support her 30 days. <laughs> no, yeah. I, appreciate, I appreciate the support. Yeah. I look down. I have like, a sippy cup. It doesn't feel the same. If I don't have a pack of cigarettes and a, I got a fake gun. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> okay. I, I, can, I can pick any prop in this bitch. I'm in somebody's office in a restaurant that I don't work at. <laughs> I love it. Alex, can you do me a favor? Sure. I don't know why it's, uh, it's probably because it's your phone. Do you have headphones you can plug into your phone? No, you're perfect. I just we we usually Alex is on his phone instead of his computer today, so it's oh, okay. echoing weirdly for him. Yeah, give me one second. Oh yes, I do. Hold on, you're gonna have to kill some time because I have to run downstairs to get. Am him. I on video? Can I smoke and just? You can do whatever you want. Well, I look like a bag of smashed assholes. I probably fucking smell like filet and shame, barbecue and shame. Who the fuck knows? Hey guys, sorry. At this point. Uh, I accidentally stopped the recording and we restarted, but all you missed was Alex asking the question of, tell us about your bar history. So here's Courtney's bar history. This is my 23rd year bartending. Straight. Come on. That's a lot. That's a long time. So I went to Fort Lauderdale to go to college and my mother said, Courtney, you don't shut the fuck up and you don't sleep. Go get a job at a nightclub. So... I had no experience. I found this crazy nightclub off of A1A, and I asked for the manager, and he said, I'm sorry, I can't help you. You have no experience. And I was like, well, my mom told me, no, I'm 18 from Cape Coral, Florida, and Fort Lauderdale. I'm like, well, my mom told me that I can't leave until I have a job. So I sat there for three hours, and he kept on coming down, and he was just like, why are you still here? And I was like, I told you, my mom said, I can't leave until I have a job. So he was like, all right, do you think you can cocktail? I was like, sure, just tell me what to do. So I am, keep in mind, a tomboy from Cape Coral, now in Fort Lauderdale, working in a nightclub. I show up my first shift in a Hanes white t-shirt, baggy jeans, and Keds. In a nightclub. <laughs> Somebody nice. orders a rum and coke, and I bring them a shot of rum and a coke. Yes! <laughs> I love it. Like the Coke still in the can, or is it, was it like? It was like just a side of soda, because I had no clue. And I was looking around, and I was like, obviously not dressed for the part. So I was like, fuck, I can do this. And I remember I made like 60 bucks that night, and I thought that it was like the world. So the next day, I went to the mall, and I bought like a one-piece cheetah cat suit. So then I figured out 
the game really quick, and then they served me on shots and all that jazz. So this guy, Dean, would sneak me behind the bar every Tuesday night. And then, you know, like every other bartender, how it kind of happens. Somebody called in, somebody didn't show up. I got thrown behind a bar, and they said, make it red, make it blue. That's how that kind of went. You're not, you're not working at the same place, though, are you? No. Okay. <laughs> Did you, so last we spoke, I think you told me that you recently quit, right? Yeah, I, I uh, about five weeks ago, I'm trying to retire, which will never happen because I'll die with a bottle in my hands. Um, For one reason or another, God, I think we all will. <laughs> yeah. If I get to the gates and God asks me to pour a drink, I'm just going to be like, please, just give me a moment. <laughs> Uh, I just need a break because after COVID, especially with Florida and everything like being open, people came down there like just climbing the walls. And I got to the point where I was just like, all right, you know, the world shut down. We watched a shit show. I'm going to take my time and travel and take a break. And then I started selling Jello, which you have no clue how much money you can make selling fucking Jello. When you say selling Jello, like, Jello shots, like you oh, were yeah. just indoor yeah. Jello. Jello. Oh, forty-year-old Jello girl. <laughs> Making like five hundred bucks a night selling fucking Jello. That's incredible. That's awesome. So, how much yeah. is a typical Jello shot go for? Five bucks. Okay. And it's cash They're only. Like in, uh, syringes. So, it, like, it kind of like you know appealed to the times, I guess. Okay. You know. Cool. Oh. Uh, Obviously, you need two can't just have one shot well yeah obviously what's the best <laughs> jello flavor real hot topic i think this is an important segue everything pretty much when you sell shots is like an algorithm um you have to go based on timing and people are they certain colors appeal to people so blue was always what i filled my trays most with which was blue raspberry um which is fun fact uh blue raspberry flavoring is, is made from beaver's buttholes i just want to <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> oh, heard that. <laughs> I think I've heard this too. Where did you hear that? Uh, somebody told me that. A few people told me that, and I was like, what? Yeah, I think it's gelatin or some kind of, I don't know, it's from Beaver's Buttholes. Okay. Yeah, so if you're drinking blue raspberry, you got that uh, Beaver Butthole in your mouth. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> I'm sure we've had worse shit in our mouths, right? Yeah. Just saying. I don't know. <laughs> Beaver Butthole's probably up there. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> I am from Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm, a, I'm an orange Jello. Orange Jello is my usual go-to. When when does that sell the most? That was the least. That was the I'm least. Sure. Yeah, I got to the point where like I figured out what would sell the most, and I would line my trays in certain colors. So it would go blue raspberry, cherry would be like the most predominant ones, and then uh, the other ones I just kind of lined like four or five a piece. So green uh, lime didn't sell. It, it, everything is how you sell it, okay? So think about being in a nightclub and somebody approaches you and, and you just don't want it. And uh, naturally, you're going to be like, yeah, I don't want that. So it's like tricks to the trades. So I would go up to a table and they'd be like, oh, I don't want that. And I'd be like, I don't want to fucking sell it to you. And they'd look at me and I'd be like, I'm just throwing this tray down so because my arm hurts and I'm trying to fix my money, you know, and I just sit there and I bullshit. And, and then after like two minutes, they're like, so what do you have? <laughs> yeah. Yep. So you just play them. I like it. Well, it's because nobody wants to push anything pushed on them. They want to feel like they're in charge of it. Yeah, you know true. what I'm saying? Just, you know, mind over matter. And then timing, you go back at certain times. And, I mean, at one point, I sold uh, $2,100 worth of Jell-O one night. 
$2,100 worth of Jello. Do that's can incredible. You tell us the name of this nightclub? Do you mind sharing that? Like, yeah, no, not at all. It's a it's Dixie Roadhouse. It's in Cape Coral, Florida. Um, it is one of the it, the main nightclub that we have. It's pretty badass. Um, the one thing that I love about Dixie, not only are the owners phenomenal, the staff. I mean, these girls, like I said, I've been doing it for 23 years. These bitches are beasts. They are. <laughs> behind the bar like i can't even keep up like they are just i've never seen anything like it but um the place has been open for 10 years and as we all know like you you can try to get to a seven-year span in a nightclub yeah so it's very successful cool nice that's awesome oh i sorry i followed i'm I'm still in the jello shots (laughs) i do are the different colors different liquors or is it all vodka it's all vodka yeah okay just just curious just curious i mean think about the overhead that you're making on that i know right using well vodka who Uh does the who does the prep work uh my bar manager oh just would make them at night the night before Mm -hmm. yeah well it started so their sales were like 300 when i started and then i got it up to like around 15, 18 at night. Wow. So. It, wow, that, that's awesome. <laughs> Who knew? There was so much money in Jell-O shots. <laughs> that's incredible. It, like I said, it's how you sell them. You know? Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much what it comes down to. Yeah. So you're saying that if John and I like put on bikini tops and tried to sell Jell-O shots, we I probably wouldn't do it the best. From you. If you're, listen, hey. if I'm a dude in a bikini top, and you your ass and buy a fucking Yeah, that is true. That's a selling point. Um, <laughs> It was that your last job, or was that? Is there? Have you been anywhere else? Right now, I am a fine dining server, casual fine dining server in Cape Coral. Uh, I work at a restaurant called Point Fifty Seven. Um, it is one of the most well-oiled machines I have ever seen in my life. Uh, my owners are phenomenal, supportive, just absolutely incredible the food is amazing which makes it so easy to sell and it's just a, it, it's a cakewalk job you know you can make 300 bucks off five tables cool mm. that's great and that's talk great. to people it's not yeah. stiff i don't have to like well obviously they put me in the bar area because i can't control my mouth but uh <laughs> i love it it's, it's different for me because it's just a whole different kind of genre of the service industry that i've never really dove into before but i enjoy it because i'm a foodie there you go. That's great. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I'll probably end up bartending again because I get a bartend tomorrow. Actually, no. Sorry. <laughs> Wait, at the bar that you're opening in New York? That you don't even yeah. live in the state? <laughs> it happens. I love it. Nice. Um, <laughs> nice. That's incredible. So you told us um, a little bit about the bar that you work at. Uh, you told us a little bit about about your bar history. Let's talk about people. Like, what what is one of the things that is one of your biggest pet peeves at work? Now, I've, I've modified this question recently. It can be a customer pet peeve, or it can be a co-worker pet peeve. Or both. Or both. Okay. Uh, well, the customer one's easy. I mean, it's changed throughout the years. I can, My daughter loves when I go on my rants of, uh, what does she do standing here in front of me? <laughs> For a dollar, you can get two ice cubes. You know what I mean? It's a, how's the weather upstairs? I don't know. How the fuck was it when you walked in? You know, how do I get upstairs? Do you take the fucking stairs? There's a million of them that you want to go crazy with. But um, right now, I would say, um, you know, Becky, who takes five minutes to snatch chat her fucking lemon drop, like anybody gives a shit that she's taking a lemon drop in a nightclub, <laughs> and I can't get my money. <laughs> All right. Come on. Let's go. 
I, I have questions. Right. What is Snapchat? Well, it was supposed to be my app because before they had like the premium Snapchat, I was or Snapchat, I was gonna make Snapchat so you could like bedazzle your vagina, you know, like you could put filters <laughs> on it, you could do like the dog ears with the tongue coming out of it, or you could have like <laughs> rhinestones everywhere. It would be. I, I think this is still marketable. I think, I think this still is still I think absolutely. Yeah, you, think this, you could sell to Facebook probably. Until this podcast comes out and then everybody's just like. Yes. No, because I think fucking smart. <laughs> I think this is a this is a creative concept. You've now set it on recording, so it's I'm yours. I'm copywriting it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yours. better you better get to it because we're gonna take it if you don't. Cool. Snatch chat. Cool. <laughs> I, I love that. <laughs> Fuck it, why not? I mean, you got Snatch chat and you got Twatter, so. Oh, I love Twatter. <laughs> I'm gonna use that one. What did I hear? Oh my god, fucking. There's a really good one, like dinosaur ones. You know, like you play the guitar. The, the it was a fucking shit. I watched a show the other day and it was amazing. Like a in the nightclub. I always have like weird things for everything. I got weird names, like you know, Bajumix, the upper part of the stomach instead of the poop. Bajumix. The Bajumix. Holy shit! That trash piece has a fucking Bajumix hanging out. Uh, trash piece also my uh my 12 year well she's 15 now but my 12 year old coined that we put it in urban dictionary oh uh, uh, pretty awesome the <laughs> that's the is a good one i, I love the that's yeah. one of my favorite ones yeah. <laughs> what, what was the question it was we were pet, oh, pet peeving me. oh yeah, yeah. I, co-workers i i'm probably the easiest person to work with like i can work in any environment i can work around people so i don't know like what would bother me about my coworkers. really i mean i just fucking do it i put my head down and fucking make it happen yeah uh, that's, I'm there to be funny. that's the response we're getting like everyone kind of just like when you've been in this long enough like you just kind of get along with your coworkers, and if you don't you deal with it anyway yeah, you just fucking, I don't know, like, I'm not there to make friends, as bad as that says, if you, it sounds, if you get to make friends, that's awesome, but, you know, I got a roof to put over my head, I clock in, I do my shit, clock out. Yeah. I think my most memorable story is, is Pajemix at this point, so I love that, <laughs> but what's your most memorable story from working in bars? Okay, so I had to think about this one, because, you know, I got, like, 23 years of this shit, um... You 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 hive minded it. I, I I don't know if you knew that I could see it, but I saw you post about it. Oh yeah, no, I knew, I knew. I was just curious because I know I have like a lot of my coworkers, and I'm like, fuck. Um, so right now, I'm just gonna say, if my mom's listening, I'm I'm sorry, Nancy Jane. Um, <laughs> earmuffs. <laughs> earmuffs. So I'm like going in my head now. And I just want to put this disclaimer out there. I was 23 years old, so this is not the person that I am anymore. <laughs> this is wait. This is interesting. This might be the first time somebody tells a story about like them, because you seem like this is going. You're you're going to be the most memorable. I'm loving it. Don't interrupt, <laughs> Alex. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't want to hype the story up. No, I'm excited. Because I was just thinking memorable. So I was working at this nightclub called Variants in Fort Myers. I was 23. I just came back from Fort Lauderdale, and um, they hired this new guy who was super fucking hot, uh, and we stood there for, like, three hours. Nobody. So we decided that we were going to take Jaeger shots and Jaeger shots. So uh, I got to my – now, I'm 105 pounds soaking wet. 
uh, my 13th Jaeger shot. And uh, I looked at him and said, fuck this. Let's go hook up in the bathroom downstairs. (laughs) We left the bar unattended and the owner's knocking on the door and like kind of like kicks in and he's like what the fuck and I'm you know just jaggered out of my fucking mind (laughs) don't even want to go into what I was going into um so he's like get the fuck out you're fired so you know being Courtney I walked upstairs and I grabbed a corona and cracked it and sat down at the bar um Wait, did he fire you and not the bar- the other guy? No, he kept him. I mean, obviously, uh... Sexism in the workplace. You could yeah. have sued right is, there. Oh, yeah, there's a lawsuit right there. Totally. They're closed now. So, <laughs> okay. But I lived on top of another nightclub, like, literally across from this nightclub. Like, I could throw a rock to my bedroom. So, I, like... He's like, I cracked my corona, and he's like, you gotta go. And I'm like, fuck you! Yeah. <laughs> So I, like, stumble down, and I get, like, all the way to, like, my apartment, all the way, which is, like, up the stairs, like, across, and I put my pajamas on, and I'm like, fuck, I didn't grab my tip jar from earlier, because I was, like, on, like, a double, you know? So, (laughs) I'm in a historic building, I open the door, I hit my head, the door handle gets stuck underneath my ribs, I render myself unconscious, and I fracture my fucking ribs. God. (laughs) So, come to, I'm like, I need my fucking money. Still, probably 13 shots a year. So I walked back in my pajamas, grabbed my tip jar. At this point, the bouncers had to carry me out again, causing a fucking scene. And uh, I signed a Jaeger waiver the next morning. I haven't drank Jaeger since. Uh, a Jaeger waiver. All right. That's, yeah. You know, that hasn't come up. That's... Like, what's the one alcohol you can't drink anymore? Because I definitely, yeah. yeah. So well, that's all of them because I'm allergic to alcohol now. Oh, no. I'm allergic to beer, I'm allergic to wine, and I am allergic to certain liquors and a lot of cordials because God said, you party too much, Court. You might want to take it down a little bit. So, so now I have to be the asshole and order White Claws. White Claws are good. If you, it's a hot day and you want to drink quickly, White Claws are good. As long as you get the flavor that you like. They kind of taste like flavored static, honestly. Um, the blackberry. The blackberry's my fucking jam. Okay, I think I, I don't usually know. go... After, after, like, eight or nine of them, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, you can't really tell, right? Yeah, but During fair. COVID, I, uh, like, towards the end of the two weeks, because we only had two weeks in Florida, I had a whole refrigerator full of grapefruit. Because that oh, was... grapefruit, like, yeah. <laughs> I would have come over. I like the grapefruit. I like the bitter, like, dryness of it. Yeah, I don't, I don't jam on the grapefruit. I just shotgunned them all and got through it. Oh, That's there cool. you go. I like, uh, I'm a tangerine guy. I like the citrus ones. Yeah, I like the tangerine. I'll fuck with that. Definitely. Does it have to be White Claw or can it be like a Trulies? No, Trulies. i the Trulies. I'm allergic to the, well, the high noons get me going. There's those, your, those are vodka, right? So, like, vodka and whiskey, if you pump me full of that, I'm going to punch a baby in the face. Like, i got to be really careful. <laughs> oh, man. I'll, I'll pile out. My mom took me off, like, the vodka martini train a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I, they, so my friends put me on levels. They'll be like, oh shit, she's like level five Courtney. Like, I'm, my mom calls me Hurricane Courtney. Mm. So once once we get to level five Courtney, it's like, uh oh, what's yeah. happening? <laughs> this might be a really niche reference, but when they're talking, I'm thinking like Twister right now, when they're like, that's a level five Twister. It's called the Hand of God. 
<laughs> well, you don't want to see level seven Courtney. <laughs> oh, it goes, it goes above five. Oh, man. It's like a fucking tsunami. <laughs> Everything's getting destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> Wiping out fucking countries there. <laughs> it's going down. Oh, man. Um, cool. Uh, so, next question going forward. You gave us, I think, one of my favorite uh, stories at a bar. Memorable, but what about like gross stuff? Like, what is gross that you have seen? That's this is one of my favorite stories, actually, because that one, that this one's easy. Hey, Alex, do you know what time it is? What time is it, John? Well, unfortunately, it's time for a good old-fashioned bathroom break. So we'll be right back after these messages. From maybe Alex and maybe our sponsor. And we are back. So uh, I was working in at a place called Rush Street um, off Los Olos in Fort Lauderdale. I was, I think, 19. And my mom used to always come down and visit. She's My mom's badass. That's Nancy Jane. Nancy Jane. Uh, Sorry Nancy if you're listening, Jane. Nancy Jane. Shout out to Nancy Jane. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Nancy Jane. She would come and cook uh, Thanksgiving dinners. We trip the half of the nightclub down, and then she'd, you know, like, hand out dinners to all the bartenders that had no place to go to. So my mom came in nice. a lot, and she oh. helped out. So uh, I was, I had a little satellite bar right in the front, and this bachelorette came in. She's like, hey, can you grab me a bottle on my way? And I'm like, yeah, no problem. So I send my bar back to, um, to get the bottle, and I'm standing there, and it's like a good, like, 20 30 minutes i'm waiting for this chick to come back and i'm like what the fuck is going on so my mom comes and she's like you're not gonna believe what the hell just happened and i'm like what and she's like bachelorette i'm like the one that ordered the bottle of champagne she's like oh yeah oh yeah and i'm like what the fuck happened she's like well she tried to make the bathroom but she shit her pants so in the process of her trying to get to the toilet and her pulling whatever she was wearing, she shit herself. And have you ever seen Dumb and Dumber? Yeah. yeah. There were shit handprints. Oh, no. Everywhere. <laughs> oh, all no. All over the bathroom. All over her. You know, like, so we had to shut the bathroom down. We had to wrap her up in promo t-shirts and send this poor bachelorette on a party bus covered in shit. Oh, no. <laughs> That's probably not what she wanted. I'll tell you what, that's probably a memorable bachelor ever. <laughs> yeah. How do, you, how do you forget that? Well, I shit myself. Oh, I can't really say anything. I got kicked out of Fenway Park on my wedding night. So. Oh, oh. Well, you, you were in Fenway Boston? Park on your wedding night, yeah. So I got married in New England. I got married in a castle in New England, and I rented a 55-passenger limo tour bus to take everybody out to Boston afterwards. Uh-huh. And yeah. they just opened a bar in Fenway. and. Uh, uh, I was so shit-faced that I fell off the bar stool in my wedding dress, and I refused to sign a waiver, so they kicked me out, but, you know, good time. Wait, I want to know more about, it. why did you choose Boston? Because we're both New England boys. I grew up in New Hampshire. Oh. Oh, what part of New else? Hampshire? Uh, Derry, Londonderry, like, almost right on the math line. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I had a super bougie husband, and he found a castle, and I was like, I never really wanted to get married. I, I'm a tomboy, you know, like, them sticking me in a dress was hard enough. I didn't want to do that shit. So he found this fucking castle where my family was, and boom, I got married in New England. But I was like, oh, I'll fuck with some Boston afterwards. I have this philosophy, you have one life to live. You know, we have one. We don't know what's going to happen when we close our eyes. 
So I'm going to do it, and I'm going to fuck this one up as much as I can. And, uh, you know, enjoy it. I like the wise words to live by. I'm, I'm on board. I mean, I just got a whole bunch of people to get ass tattoos, and uh, I convinced somebody last year to marry me in Vegas on a whim. I have a, <laughs> I have a knack of, of doing things. <laughs> you sound dangerous. That's what that yeah. sounds like to me. A little bit. What? Are we all getting tattoos tonight? What are we doing? I'll get an ass tattoo. I, I got an ass tattoo. So, I, well, four of us got ass tattoos. They, we got uh, we had a dude where's my car moment the next day. I thought I was going to be the shit shit. So I wake up and everybody lost all their shit. <laughs> so we went on a mission and we found it all. But I was like, and then we couldn't find the car. And I was like, I kept on saying, dude, sweet. So Tap got dude. I got sweet. Brandon got no regerts. And Justin got my lips on his ass. <laughs> Sounds like Justin's the winner. Yeah, I, I, I guess so. In the morning, we're getting fucking ass tattoos. Because my... I try to have a bucket list for each year, and my bucket list this year was to get a stranger to get a tattoo with me in a different city. I love it. It happened. All right. You got <laughs> three. You got three strangers, right? Because they were yeah. all. Yeah, like, I did, and now I have a sweet ass. <laughs> sweet, dude. sweet dude. <laughs> if you could open your dream bar, what would it be? Like, what? What's your? It, or if you like, if you didn't want to open a bar, what's your dream bar to work at? Dick's Last Resort. Real? Oh yeah, you do give off the dicks vibe. Just you, you talk the I'm shit. I'm an asshole. Yeah, I love it. So, well, I'm not an asshole. Like, so in the beginning of my bartending career, I was young and I was, you know, that flurry, you know, stick your tits on the bar. Hey, how are you? And then I, as I got older, I was like, you know, then I became the leaner. What do you want? And it just seemed to be a little bit more effective. People like the abuse more, and I made more money off of that. Yeah. So, some kind of works for me, and. uh Naturally, after 23 years, you kind of get bitter, so it just comes very naturally, where you, you can't hold it anymore. It, like, it just slides out of your mouth. So, for me, if I were at Dick's Last Resort, I feel like I could probably retire in, like, a year. Is Dick's a New England thing, or is Dick's down the coast? No. Uh, they, got one, a- they got one in Faneuil Hall, and I know I've been to the one in Vegas. I don't know if they have any more. Yeah, they have a bunch. I'm looking at it now. There's so some in Dallas, Tennessee, Indianapolis, Vegas, Myrtle so Beach. Dude, you know the dude that gives the lap dances? No. You've never seen that? No. The, the I don't mean to be rude, but the the larger man that gives the lap dances and the G strings. Um, he works in Vegas. He I got to meet him. My boy Ron. He used to work at a bar called Zoo Bar that I worked at in Fort Lauderdale. He works at the one in Vegas and. Uh, I went up there to go see him and got to meet that delightful man. That's awesome. <laughs> so for those people who don't know that are listening, Dick's Last Resort is the it's one of the few restaurants besides like an old school dive bar where you just go to and they treat you like shit. Yeah. They will put a bag on your head and write like dumbass or like and like they'll get a feel for you like it's definitely their shtick and like they won't they're pretty good about not pushing it over the line. I think they get yeah. a good feel for the table. But, like, I've had people be like, I went there and I was so upset. And I was like, well, why the fuck did you go well, there? Well, you don't, yeah, like, why are you going to Dick's? You go there for the abuse. Like, how awesome would it be if you just walked up to a table, like, with your cell phone in your hand and you're like, hold on a second. I got a text message. Give me a second and then I'll get your order. Yep. I, I said wait a minute, okay? <laughs> hold on. Okay, yeah, all right. Anyways, what the fuck do you want? What do you want? You, oh, you want a water? You want fucking four lemons, too, so you can make a goddamn lemonade? I don't have time for this shit. Order a fucking Coke. 
awesome to be able to just, you know, do that and not have to worry about getting fired. Yeah. No, I yeah. Dix is a great business plan. I don't think if any other place tried to be like Dix, it would work as well. They have a um a female one. I forget what it's called. I saw it on Facebook that popped up. And that's pretty awesome. They're just like a, like an old school kind of diner where they're assholes too. Mm. I, I hope it's called Vajamic. It should be the Vajamic. Yeah. yeah, it should be the Vajamic. That's a great <laughs> diner name. What about favorite drink to make or drink? If you're at a bar, what are you making for someone who wants a drink? Or if you're drinking, what do you want? So uh, the two genres that I've never done is craft cocktail and I've never worked in a strip club. I've done like pretty much everything else. Um, I don't have any time to puree a fucking carrot to make a cocktail. I just, it's not me. I like, I'm, I'm nightclub, I'm dive bar. I like to do my nightclub so I can do speed. I, I always have two to three jobs. That way I don't get bored. I'm a Gemini and I probably have severe ADD. Wait, when was your, your birthday was recently. When was it? Uh, Sunday. That was May. 22nd. I'm May 24th. The guy we interviewed yesterday is May 26th. He's today. And Alex is June 2nd. Yeah. I think oh. I think if you work you in the it. restaurant business, we're all just a little fucking tapped, and we're all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I have like fifty thousand fucking browsers open in my head constantly, <laughs> all over the fucking place. I do nightclub, and then I do a talking bar, so I can get my speed out, and then I'll take like two days where I can bullshit and like you know make my money doing that way. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing that I'm known for in my town is my version of the Mongolian motherfucker, which I call the baby maker. It sounds ridiculous. You're going to be like, oh, that sounds disgusting. But um, by the time I'm done with it, it, you can't even taste the alcohol in it, which is crazy because it's it's vodka rum, gin tequila, triple sex, southern comfort, amaretto, peach schnapps, chambord, uh, grenadine, cranberry, and OJ. And in a pint glass? Yeah, and you feel like you're fucking drinking nothing. But you can only have two because I'm not responsible for babies or jail time. That's why it's called the baby maker. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. I, I don't it. want you to be calling me, having to fucking bail you out, or, you know, like, little Jimmy's coming in nine months, and it's my fucking fault. I'm not babysitting for you. You know, like, yeah. you're yeah. responsible after two. All right. The Mongolian motherfucker, but your version is called the baby maker. The baby maker. And I love making sex with alligators. I don't know why. What's we were sex talking with about alligators? Drinks. Oh, shit. Hold on a second. Romania is calling me. Somebody from Romania. Um, sex with an alligator. Well, everybody, you know, everybody makes everything different. So my middle my middle base, it's done in a martini glass. My middle base is uh, Malibu Midorium pineapple. And then you layer it with Chambord and Jaeger, and it looks like a alligator. And it's a shot glass. You uh, know. But a lot okay. of people don't have patience to, like, make layered drinks, especially in a nightclub. But I find it fun. Like, you know, like... Uh, Halloween, I walked in, and so I'm the Rolodex of drinks. When I walk in, everybody's like, Court, how do you make this? How do you make this? How do you make this? Like, I'll walk in Halloween. I need six bloody brains. I don't know how to fucking do that. And I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, let me set it up. You know, like, so I, I don't mind making layer drinks. Cool. Okay. I enjoy that, which yeah. is weird. But I don't do craft cocktails. But you, I think that makes up for it. You can do things that most people don't even take the patience to learn, like, I think the only layered drink that I actually know how to make is a B-52. Yeah. 
fair physical school. Yeah. I mean, I I like to consider myself speed. Like I I'm like an octopus. When I bartend and I'm so little, I have to keep everything by me. I will have like bottles lined through my legs. I will have them here, and I just I just go. I mean, I don't stop. I'm I'm I would might be a little bit slower than I used to be, but I used to be a beast behind the bar. Now I'm just getting fucking tired. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we all are. Because I'll like 13 hour shift. You know, like I work 70, 80 hours a week. I go. Jeez. And then you travel and help people open restaurants. Right. That's crazy. I, I learned really quick that if you can stack your money during season, you can play during summer. That's right. I way see. to do it. <laughs> so I submerge myself in season. I take all of those pretty little blue bills and I put them in a box. And then during summer, I just jump on planes and play. Yep. Yeah. But I never really get to play because I always end up working. That Char- is also the problem they, because yeah. we're so used to working seven days a week that we're like, wait, I have time off? No, no, no. I need to pick up a new job. Yeah. Well, it, and it doesn't stop because no matter where I go, like I'll get thrown into i can go out and just try to sit down they're like court i need you i need you to jump behind the bar i need you to do this or because everybody knows that i'm universal and i'll do it i'm a i'm a workhorse you know it's just the way that i'm old school it's the way i was taught bust your ass and i don't mind it and i like money do you have a favorite customer either like regulars or anybody you've served that like stands out in your mind like um uh, it could be celebrities but it could also just be like you know this person comes in and they're regular and they're awesome I have a lot of amazing regulars. I got a lot of people that, um, you know, if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't have a roof over my head. That's the most important thing. Um, I, when I was a kid, I had the Moser brothers. There are three of them. And they'd walk in, hand me, the one would hand me a hundred. The next one would hand me a hundred. They'd run a tab and they'd hand me a hundred. And that was every Saturday. So I had $300 off the rip every fucking Saturday. Nice. Love the Moser brothers. Um, I had this guy I called Dad and the Boys. Uh, he would come in seasonally when I worked on Fort Myers Beach, and they would use my tip jar um, as like a, a basketball hoop. And they would just sit there and just yeah. they would what they would come in. They would buy like you know like strip club wads of fucking singles or you know, and they would just sit there and they would just throw money in my tip jar. And, and I mean, one night I had like over nine hundred dollars just from that jar of them throwing yeah. that. Um, but like, I don't know, like my regulars, they, they become my family. They become my friends, especially like where I'm at in Florida. You, when you work dive bars, mm-hmm. those people, you're, you're with them all the time. So I have some amazing ones. Uh, Angelo, I want to fucking say something about him cause he's badass. He's been following me for quite some time. He lives up North. He's going to kill me cause I totally forget like Ohio or somewhere fucking cold. Uh, he comes down and he does a benefit every year on Fort Myers Beach for firefighters and does a charity and he does like a like a magic mic show with firefighters and raises all this money every That's year awesome. on Fort Myers Beach. Uh, super fucking cool dude. Um, very, very patient, uh, chill, hangs out, tips astronomically well and he supports all the bartenders in the area and like I said he comes in and he raises all this money for charity. So he's definitely one of those that uh, stands out to me that is just absolutely phenomenal. I got to get him cool. in touch with my boss. I work at a bar that is owned by a firefighter. It's like firefighter themed. He's badass, and I just love the fact that he comes down and gives back to the community and then makes sure that he takes care of all service industry as well. That's good. Cool. That's um, awesome. 
awesome. Do you have any celebrity encounters that are worth it? That you didn't sign an NDA for because apparently everyone signs NDAs. Everybody nowadays. signs NDAs, yeah. <laughs> Once again, shout out to Nancy Jane. All right, so my mom's in the nightclub again because it was Thanksgiving. Okay. And I had to use the restroom, so I was like, Mom, watch the bar. And uh, I'm in the bathroom. I'm Like, I just literally just go walk in the bathroom. She comes, like, running in, and she's like, you got to come out to the bar. And I'm like, why? And she's like, I have a problem. And I was like, I've been gone for, like, two fucking seconds. What's the problem? And she's like, some weird dude's at the bar, and he's putting staples in his stomach, and he's fucking squirting lines in his eyes. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I had to have been, like, maybe 21 at that point. Um, and I walk around the corner, and it's fucking Steve-O. <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. And my brain, I went, which jackass is it? I'm like, Mom, yeah. that's Steve-O. And she's like, who the fuck's Steve-O? And I'm like, my fucking jackass. Because yeah. he used to live over in the Sawgrass uh, uh-huh. that area. So, yeah. that And he was, just, he was just like, so, what's your drug of choice? And I was like, hot. And he was like, do you have any? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, sweet, we're going to smoke a blunt in the bathroom. And I was like, Mom, watch the bar again. Don't bother me this time. He's a hundred percent sober now. I think. I know. Yeah. I know. He was cool, and then he signed a thing um, on an envelope that had like the logo of my nightclub, and it says, uh, "I still have it framed in my room." It says, uh, "A man's wiener might look okay, but it's probably not." <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, that's good. I love it. That's a good one. That's really fun. Alex skipped a question though. Uh, Did what? I? Yeah. Sorry. No, that's all right. You always do. What are some of your favorite bars or bartenders to visit? Now, they can be anywhere. It doesn't have to be in Florida. It doesn't have to be in uh, Pixie Island, Sydney, Sylvan Beach, uh, New York. Uh, It can be, like, anywhere. So, like, as I was, like, thinking about your questions, um, I don't go to bars for bars. I'm not going out there for specials. I'm not going out there for music. I don't do karaoke. I don't dance. I like to park my ass on a fucking bar and just chill. I go to bars for bartenders. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm giving my money out, I'm giving it to somebody I want to give it to. That's fucking awesome. So I, I have like you know my few favorite bartenders. Number one would probably be the guy that trained me how to bartend. He's the one that snuck me out. Stuck me every Tuesday and taught me how to like bartend. I mean, he would put bottles in my hands and show me weight ratios on how to pour. Like, I'm probably one of the only girls as little as I am in my area that you know can pour Long Island pour up like fucking no problem. You know, boom, done. Yeah. Fucking, you know. Um, so Dan is probably one of my favorite bartenders. He's actually my daughter's godfather. Uh, we stayed friends forever. Um, in my hometown, uh, and people probably from here will hear this because obviously I'm going to blast the shit out of that. Uh, Chris Nielsen is one of my favorite bartenders. I just love his personality. He's just got that kind of charisma to him. Um, I, I mean, it's such a tough question because there are so many people that you like for so many different reasons. Yeah. But for me, uh, if I'm... So if I'm going out to look for a bar, like if I go to any town, the first thing I do is Google dirtiest dive bar. Yes. <laughs> cool. That's what I do. I want to yeah. be in a place where I want to wash the shame off of me after I leave. Mm-hmm. 
turdy Starbucks. I, I want everything to be so sketchy and questionable that I don't stand out. What what was the last dirtiest dive bar? Like, what was the last place you visited and you like found a great dive bar? Oh, okay. You you got time for a fucking quick story? We're ready. Oh, yeah, we got. It. <laughs> All right. All right. So you guys have seen uh, Shameless, right? Oh hell yeah. Okay, so I go to New Orleans on a whim. My girlfriend calls me and she's like, somebody backed out. I got an Airbnb, 100 bucks, five days, I'll drive. You just got a couch crash. I'm like, fucking sweet. And my girl, Chelsea, uh, she knows that I'm a wanderer and she lets me do my thing. She doesn't fuck with me. You know, like you go on vacation and people fuck with you. She just lets me do my thing. So I always, any town I go into, I like to Google restaurants of like, I'm a foodie, of places that I just want to see. And I don't make an itinerary. I just kind of roll with it so i found this place called dini's and uh it's like a it's a like a little like diner kind of restaurant in new orleans i'm in new orleans and it is jazz fest now she asked me to go to jazz fest because her uncle was building the stages so i actually the day before got smuggled into jazz fest in a van and got to see dave matthews vip oh nice badass very cool so the next day we're all hung over they're all walking around they're driving me fucking crazy trying to find a place to eat oh i want to eat here i want to eat here and i'm like well, fuck you guys i'm going off on my own so i go and i sit down and i'm eating these badass fucking oysters and this dude sits down next to me and uh he's staring at the menu and i'm like shit's fire i'm like you gotta try these fucking oysters and we start talking and um he's like I'm like, so what are you doing here? And he's like, oh, I'm playing. Um, and I'm like, oh, are you here for Jazz Fest? And he's like, not really. I'm playing a show. And I was like, oh, cool, right on. I'm telling my story. And he's like, yeah, he's like, um, I'm just a kid from Compton. And uh, I started this band. And all of a sudden, it blew up. And, uh, you know, here I am. And I'm like, now, like I said earlier, I should have been born in the 60s, 70s. I have all vinyls. I don't listen to the radio. I live in nightclubs. So all I do is laugh. So I just want, like, chill music constantly. I mean, I have fucking Volkswagen Buck. Um, so, um, oh, my God. I couldn't fucking make this shit up if I fucking tried. So he's like, yeah, I, I started this band. I'm like, well, what is it? And he's like, oh, it's the weekend. And I'm like, well, I don't know what the weekend is. And he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm the bassist and um, keyboardist from the weekend. And I'm like, oh, yeah, sure you are. Whatever, you know. Whatever. <laughs> and he's like, so what are you doing today? And I was like, well, I walked down the street and I found the dirtiest fucking bar called the Alibi. And I'm just going to get wasted in this, like, shithole dive bar. I'm like, the bartender looks like she hates her life. She's going to be pissed that I'm sitting down. She doesn't have a fucking bra. She probably hasn't showered in, like, three days. And I'm so fucking ready for it. It's <laughs> like, all right, I'll go with you. So I'm sitting down with him. And he's playing, like, the touch tunes and, you know, the song, I can't feel my face when I'm with you. Yeah. He's fucking singing. He's like, that's me. And I was like, sure it is, LJ. And he's like, no, Court, that's me. And I'm like, yeah, I bet it is. <laughs> so, like, we're, like, four or five hours go by, and he's like, he's like, I just need you to do me a favor. People start coming up to me. I just need you to move me along. And I'm like. Okay, yeah, whatever, bro. So he, like, hands me, like, his passport, his cash, his ID, you know, like, we're standing outside, sort of, like, bombarding him, and he's like, this is Courtney D., this is Courtney D., and I'm like, LJ, who the fuck are you? <laughs> and he's like, because I didn't want to Google him and be weird, you know? Yeah. And he's like, I told you, I'm from the weekend. <laughs> and I was like, 
segued into that through do you know the show shameless and then never looped back to i chose yeah, the bar what? because it's called the alibi yep. uh, that's why i fucking wanted to go i was like oh it's the alibi this has to be awesome that's great <laughs> that's awesome all right so yeah that's my favorite dive bar and i think it's probably because it's attached to such an awesome memory like yeah. he handed me a guitar pick a, a custom-made guitar pick and i was like something i have to give them something in return and i'm like i my bag my purse is a crown royal bag i carry it everywhere so i'm like digging in it and uh oh you you got one too <laughs> mine's in the other room <laughs> yeah there it is i got, I got a black one. Oh, you're fancy this is my this is my bartending bag i just keep all my shit in here my receipts my card point in the night we always kind of open it up to to our guests if you want to shout out your shifts or whatever uh is there anything you just want to like shout out i don't know i'll just say this go fucking support everybody we got the fucking shit and sick during fucking covid go and fucking spend your money and fucking make the 20 spot revolve that's the most important thing you know like we all have to fucking support each other and we ain't gonna get through it if we don't do that yeah agreed yeah make friends Words to live by. I love it. Make it fucking happen. Yeah. Make it fucking happen. I have been John. I still am John. I'm still Alex. I'm still. Thank <laughs> Courtney, thank you so thank much. You Your so energy much. was just so good. This was so fun. Yeah. Thank the you. Stories, the stories. The best stories. I was super nervous because I'm like, oh, I've never done anything like this before. And I don't shut the fuck up, so I don't know why I was this. No, it was, it <laughs> no, was, it was perfect. perfect. Um. Thank you so much. Thank you. We really appreciate it. Cheers. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Here at the buyback, one of the things we want to do is talk about bar etiquette. So here is our bar rule. Bar rule. I don't know. I'm just fucking around. <clears throat> hey, John. What do you got going on right now? Just drinking a, a drink. <laughs> do you want to have a bar rule? Oh, <laughs> I didn't know we were transitioning to bar rule. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I have a couple bar rules. I have a bar, I have a, a rule for the bars. I have, I have rules that yeah. incorporate bars into them. Uh, here's one. <clears throat> you know what? Really bugs me. What bugs you? Bugs. Like in a drink? Well, yeah, but that has nothing to do with my bar rule. Okay. My bar rule today is, if you are being served by a bartender and they're busy, you know, don't try and order a drink from the bar back. 
<laughs> so don't order a drink from the person who's working really hard to keep the bar stocked. Is yeah, like I, I seen it. I've actually I've, I've accidentally done it before, like at a very busy bar where the people are running by and there's a lot of different bartenders. You're not really sure who a bar back uh, the bartender okay. is. But if you know that that's not your bartender, and like it's one guy bartending and one guy being a bar back. Don't try and order a drink from the guy who's trying to restock the bar, trying to do all these things, working probably his ass off. Just be patient. You know what I mean? Hmm. Okay. Bar rule is do not order from anybody but the bartender when it's busy. Yeah. Or when it's not busy because it's not their job to serve you. Their job is to make sure that you can and everybody in the bar can get served. What do you I'm think gonna, of that? I'm going to stick with that. What do you think of that, <laughs> Alex? I, I agree with that. Do you have anything to add on? No, I just I just told people that they can only be serviced by bartenders. Oh, I'll service. So, that's, yeah. Hey guys, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the buyback, follow us on Twitter at the buyback, on Instagram at the buyback podcast, or email us at the buyback podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your thoughts on the show. And if you are a bartender or know a bartender who should be on the podcast, let us know. Please like and subscribe. If you write a review, it will actually help boost us as well. So anything you can do to support us would be awesome. Tell your friends. Remember to be nice and tip your bartenders well, and we'll see you next time. Okay. So do you, if, um, okay, I can do this. Here we go. <laughs> that was awesome. That was my favorite one. Yeah, baby. Well, there we go.